This is Mom Nom, brought to you by Colorado Christian University and the Mops Podcast Network. Our mission is to create snackable content that invites women like you to participate in encouraging, validating, and inspiring other moms as we embrace the chaos together. All right, so this week's episode, we are going to talk about house cleaning, having a clean house, the importance or not of of that. I recently went on a road trip with a girlfriend of mine, and we were driving home on my daughter's birthday. Her party was the next day. My house was a disaster. I was telling her how I was panicking because I had so much cleaning to do, and there were dishes in the sink and all of this. And she said, I'm going to send you something. So she sent me this Instagram post. And it totally changed my frame of or my mindset when I got home. I, don't get me wrong. I still panicked a little and I still stress cleaned. But there were rooms in my house that didn't get cleaned and it was okay. No one left the party going, oh my gosh, your house is filthy. Um, I think sometimes we... Ex- Fail. Oh, yes. Like I need to tell the story. I'm, I'm no, no, but I mean, you're... You're alive after that event happened without cleaning all the rooms. And I feel like sometimes we fear that consequence. We would be uh, not surviving the critiques that we would get on the other side. And you did it. You survived. I did. I think sometimes we we feel like people are going to come into our house and automatically with like a white glove and inspect everything and automatically judge and shame us if it's not perfect. Right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So this Instagram post is from Miss Mary Lentz. I will tag her in the podcast episode description. And it says, ladies, we are thinking of our homes all wrong. Social media has changed our perceptions of how houses should look. Our houses were never intended to be perfectly curated with seamless aesthetics and luxe finishes at every turn. Our house isn't a museum. It's a tool, a tool for ministry. Our houses are working houses, not museum exhibits. They nurse the sick, welcome strangers, and feed families. For the Christian, the house is an extension of the church. A house with happy children will have a few toys on the floor. A kitchen that provides home-cooked meals will have dishes in the sink and food on the counters. Houses that are lived in will look, well, lived in. We should aim to have beautiful homes, but the world defines a beautiful home based on aesthetics and cosmetics. That is like a whitewashed tomb. As a Christian, a beautiful home has everything to do with the love and service within. Don't let discontentment stop you from opening your home for hospitality. You will have a lot more peace in this life when you understand and accept that your house is meant to work and doesn't have to be an insta-worthy doesn't have to be insta-worthy to be hospitable. Your house is for serving the Lord and serving others. So put your house to work. Don't wait for special occasions to use your nice things. Don't fret about the laundry pile if someone shows up unannounced. Dirty the counters with a home-cooked meal. Let your children play with their toys. Enjoy your house, ladies. No amount of shiplap boho decor or black fixtures will ever compare to the beauty of using your house to serve the Lord. I encourage you not to let the perfection you see on social media affect your contentment, nor make you self-conscious. A working house is the fruit of your hands. Keep a tidy house, yes, but use your home for fellowship and ministry. Mortify personal vanity, 
that keeps you from glorifying the Lord with your home? I mean, that's so powerful. I know when you shared it with me, I was uh, struck by especially this like museum idea. Like when she references that several times, I'm like, that's totally what we aspire to is like perfection, perfectly placed decor, perfectly placed. Like the toys can be there, but they must be in a basket that's perfectly in the corner. Uh, And and I think even for me and my mom did an incredible job of raising me. I have no complaints, but she kept an, an immaculate home and I have never reached her ability. And I think I do carry some shame in that, like that I can't keep up to the standards that she kept. Which yeah, is- I I have a similar mom who's kind of a Martha Stewart, and she's very particular about making sure the house is clean. We compare her to that. I don't know if you've seen that video of the comedian that uh, pretends to be the mom getting ready for an event, and no one can know we sit. And <laughs> we always yes. joke yes. and uh, compare that to my mom. But I think that's just that generation too of yes. just that pressure to be perfect, and it's it's. Um, magnified now with social media because you see these influencers who have the perfect home and the perfect decorations and all of this. And I honestly stopped following some of them because it was just like, the expectation is too high. Plus you have to think about capacity, right? We all have different levels of capacity and you don't know what kind of help that mom has. Yes. Yes. You're, you're so right. And I think for me, like even today I walked away from like dishes in the sink and on the counter and, uh, was like, this is stressing me out, but also I don't have the energy to do that. I know that I need coffee and get the kids fed breakfast before I leave and kind of delayed that, that problem for tonight. And fascinatingly, even yesterday, um, I had my mom pick up the kids and she like, went to my home uh, after getting the kids and like gasp because my mom walked into also yesterday, dishes still on the counter, things weren't perfectly placed. And I was just like, I can't, I can't even clean it before I leave in the morning. Like, I don't know if you guys play this game, but like, if I know someone, a relative or a friend is coming over, I then feel this additional pressure to like clean my house in the morning, in addition to our morning routine. And I just didn't accomplish that yesterday. And uh, everything was okay. Uh, my mom didn't make a single comment. Uh, she survived. Right. I survived. I'm here to tell the tale. Um, and so I do think that that's interesting um, how much that weighs on us. And I think for me personally, it weighs on me because I'm also just really wired for tasks. And so, like, I would prioritize often picking something up or being stressed about things instead of like cuddling on the couch and watching a show or connecting with the family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to prioritize, especially with people who get anxiety surrounded by clutter. And I know like for me personally, dishes in the sink stress me out, but I have to force myself to, to prioritize. And this actually helped shift my mindset too, in the sense that, I realized when I see dishes in the sink, it makes me thankful because it means that there's food on the table. It means yes. that there are oh. whole bellies in my house. 
So when there's good. a messy playroom, I'm so grateful because it means my daughter has toys to play with and she's entertained. Yes. When I do laundry, I compl- I'm so used to complaining through laundry. I hate laundry. If there's one thing I could pay somebody to do for me, it would be to do my laundry. But I've switched from complaining through it to being thankful in it. I'm so thankful that I have clothes to put on my back, clothes that need to be washed. Yeah. That's and beautiful. it's a flipping mindset. Yeah. Uh, I love that so much in that, that posture of being thankful, I think can like shatter so much of the pressure that we put on ourselves. So I like, that's fantastic. And I feel like that's a challenge for me every day is to sit in, uh, more of the thankfulness and less of the expectation. And so that is beautiful. And I will say the party, like I said, it happened. Nobody decided not to be friends with me because I had a dirty room in my house. And one of my neighbors likes to pick at me sometimes because I do have clutter here and there every now and then and uh, peeked in one of the rooms and was like, oh my gosh, Tia, there is so much stuff in this room. But uh, jokingly, right? But it was just like, I laughed because I feel like that's the response that we, the genuine response that we expect from people. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, and, and it just doesn't happen. And truthfully, if people are coming to your house and judging you or shaming you because you have dishes in the sink, they're probably not the right people for to, to be encouraging you anyway. So <laughs> I think that's true. Or even the flip of it, that, that they're wrestling through some of their own insecurities. And so like, also maybe you're giving them freedom to be like, actually, you don't have to keep that impossible standard that you're holding to. Which I often reflect on the generations of moms before us and and almost to your same line of thankfulness. Like, think of how hard moms had to work to bring food to the table when it was their own food that they were growing. There wasn't really a grocery store. I mean, they were slaughtering their own chickens. Like, my grandmother lived on a farm. And like, that was true for like my dad growing up was just like that everything was kind of cultivated off the land that they lived on. And the amount of work and the getting up, you know, at 4am to start the day, we are so privileged in the things that we have. And to like, almost squander that time to keep a perfect house feels wrong in some ways too. It does. I get my groceries delivered for crying out loud. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you you think about it and it's just we have so so much to be thankful for and so if there's one thing I would encourage our listeners to do after listening to this episode is just switch your mindset look at these things as blessings as a reminder of how blessed we truly are in a lot of these in a lot of ways I yes that's beautiful Thanks for listening to Mom Nom. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you have a success, fail, challenge, or mom hack you'd like to share with us, visit momnom.org. This podcast is made in partnership with Mops International and Colorado Christian University. Moms thrive when connected to a Mops group. Moms succeed when pursuing their passion with up to 30% savings toward an online degree with CCU. Learn more at momnom.org.